0: I heard them before I could see them on my run in Bakerview Park yesterday. I stopped and looked up into the foggy morning knowing that there was going to be at least a few trumpeter swans headed my way from the several honks that I had been hearing. They emerged from the fog almost right above my head and they were flying so low that I could see their black feet and hear the beating of their wings. I'm not sure I've ever heard something as beautiful and holy as the breath and beating of wings of trumpeter swans. It makes me stop in my tracks every time. And as I watched and closed my eyes to hear their wings, I knew Christ has emerged from the fog. Christ, after all, is not Jesus' last name. And when we speak of Christ, we're not simply speaking only to the particular incarnation of God in Jesus, Christ indicates something much more transcendent. When we speak of Christ, we are speaking to the revelation of God's love in the world that has been ongoing from the beginning. The word, Logos, Christ, formed the world with the holiest bang and has been saturating the world ever since. The incarnate Jesus came to offer us a particular And vibrant and perfect window into this holiness, and to show us that Christ has always been with us and always will. This is why Jesus was born into such a humble and earthy setting, to a little girl with no status, into a place that was not home among animal smells and travelers' exhaustion. This is not the kind of statement birth that would say, Behold, something that has never been true is true now. Watch out, the conquering king has come. No. Jesus' birth, Jesus' life, the experience of those who loved Jesus most, Mary, Joseph, Mary Magdalene, John, Jesus' death, Jesus' resurrection, they all point to what have always been true and what always will be true. God's love and grace is everywhere, all the time. There's no way we can get away from it. As Richard Ward puts it, in Jesus Christ, God's own broad, deep, and all-inclusive, all-inclusive worldview is made available to us. This is the gift of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. We have to be honest though, right? Sometimes we wonder, really though, is God really with us in this messed up world that can be very painful? It's not always beautiful birds and candlelight carols. If Christ God's presence of love and grace in the world has always been with us and always will, then how do we answer for some things? Right? How do we answer for wars over over nothing? Trivial things. How do we answer for child abuse? How do we answer for the walls being built that keep out the most vulnerable and the lies that we tell ourselves to help us sleep at night? I believe that Tonight is the night that gives us hope. The window that Jesus gave us infuses hope through the brokenness of the world. Jesus, born into that earthy, powerless place, it was a statement God is here. The way that Jesus showed with his life and ministry what it means to step outside the bankrupt ways that people use to subjugate others. There is no power there. How Jesus showed us what it looks like to reach out to those who are most despised and rejected. Love me by loving these. How Jesus showed us what it looks like when God's love encounters sickness. Healing. Grace. And showed us what it looks like when God's power faces death. Powerless. Jesus points us to hope even in troubled times. God and Jesus did not hand out uh, a being human without pain card, unfortunately. I often tell my congregation that I wish that that were true and that we as Christians could say, Guess what? Everybody that's here gets a free pass. We don't have to suffer. Instead, God gifted us with the ability to see that suffering is not wasted and that there is never a moment when hope is lost. God gave us a model in Jesus of how to be human and invites us to look at the suffering of the world and not feel a hopelessness, but instead stand in Jesus' power. So this Christmas, open your heart and allow Christ to permeate your world. Allow everything from the trumpeters adorning the sky to toddlers giggling to the quiet before or after a big storm to remind you of Emmanuel, God with us, everywhere, all the time, in all beauty, in all peace, in all love, in all grace, in all moments of forgiveness and reconciliation. In all times of justice and solidarity, in truth-telling, in equality, in acts of service, in hospitality, in sacrificial giving, in art, in science, God is with us. Christmas Eve is a funny service. There's two, actually. There was one at 4.30 and then there's one later to accommodate for different times and different ages and bedtimes. But the funny thing about Christmas Eve is there's some people that come to Christmas Eve service that it's the only sermon that they hear all year. It Puts a little bit of pressure on the, on the preacher. But if this is the only sermon that you hear in 2019, or if it's one that you hear once a week, I have a message for you this evening. And if you don't hear anything else, hear this. You came tonight to remember and hear about the gift of Jesus to the world. But I want you to also hear that you are a gift to the world. One of my favorite preachers and poets, the Reverend Ted Loader, speaks to his darkest Christmas in his book, The Haunt of Grace. He tells of a dark, stormy Advent night in the most difficult time in his life as he was experiencing a divorce And on his way to meet with his 20-something-year-old daughter, terrified that she would reject him, and hurting from the pain of his marriage falling apart, he rushed from from his car to the restaurant. But after a gentle and grace-filled meal with his child, he sauntered back to his car more slowly and was able to pay a little bit closer attention to the surroundings. On the way, he saw a nativity that he had rushed past before. It was in the front window of a town home, very visible to the street. And he stopped. Something was off. In the nativity, there was the usual suspects, Mary, Joseph, shepherds, wise men, sheep. But there was a conspicuous absence. Jesus. There was no manger, no baby. The orientation of all the others were looking out onto the street to exactly where he stood, He realized with a jolt that this is where Christ was being born. Right there on that dark, rainy street in a hurting and broken person. Christ was born again. Regardless of how holy you might feel or how well your life is going right now, whether you are healthy or sick, vibrant or tired, married or divorced, living the dream or barely surviving, Whether you have the eyes to see Christ all around you and in you or you're experiencing a dark night of the soul, wherever you are in life, God has given the world a gift in you, embedded you with light, beauty, love. I praise God for you, Holy One, gift to the world. You came tonight to remember the particular gift of Jesus, and we do. It's transformed all of our lives. But we also celebrate the true things that the life and experience, death and resurrection of Jesus point us toward. That we belong to God. That we are not just casual observers of a historical fact, however universe-changing, but we are part of the work of Christ It didn't end when Jesus ascended into heaven. We still work in God's love. That God is born in us and through us in countless ways, and we can remember that to just be who God made us to be is an incredible start at honoring the gift of Christ in us. Nothing can separate us from God. Maybe tonight you're hearing this before you see it. But I pray that God will show you out of the fog and the darkness, the beauty all around you, in you, thanks to Emmanuel, God with us. Merry Christmas. Amen.